0: Hello this is Clark Hodges and I'm Riley Wagonhalls and this is Into the Echo a new podcast where Riley and I are talking about the albums that changed our lives. Tell me a little bit about yourself Riley.
1: Uh, well I'm currently living in Boise Idaho uh, working at a credit union uh, much to the surprise of all of my friends that never thought I would have anything to do with anything professional which uh, yeah
0: rumor is you're you're wearing a tie right? <laughs> I am
1: wearing a tie uh, pretty much daily. Um, Except for when they allow me not to, then I definitely opt for that. But uh, it's never really been my uh, my mantra to work in finance. But somehow I ended up there. Um, I'm getting the hell out currently because uh, it's not it's not my thing. Uh, so I'm headed back to Montana here shortly, um, back to home from Billings, Montana. Um, but I'm moving back to Missoula, Montana. Um, so I can retire into the mountains. Hopefully, that's the that's the end goal there. But uh, as far as as far as uh, my my credentials for working on any sort of music podcast um, is, you know, I can't say I'm a musician myself. I can't say that I've done any sort of any sort of uh, official studying of music. I can't say that I've am any sort of expert outside of the fact that I just love music and it it really shapes who i am and has affected my life um every day pretty much i mean i i don't really go a day without listening to something um and i think i think that is why i kind of want to tackle this project as as far as kind of dissecting some of the more important music that i've i've experienced in my life um
0: yeah and i think we're we're both similar in the same way where um you and I both use music as a way to find and express our emotions where it's like, we're, we're not necessarily like super talk about your feelings, people. Um, I mean, we're certainly willing to, and we have people that we talk to about this sort of stuff, but for the most part, if we're having a challenging day or if we're feeling low or something like that, instead of seeking out, um, substances or working out or calling our parents on the phone, we usually just look for the perfect track to, help us get where we need to be emotionally. Yeah. Do you think that's true? Oh, yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, um, and I would say even as far as like not just on the days that we're down or feeling out of sorts or anything like that, but any day. I mean, if it's not too early to bring in Nine Inch Nails into the conversation, I think that uh, there is a Nine Inch Nails song for every mood, for every day. Um, and that's why I listen to them almost every day, uh, because there is there is always something out there. Um, that that you should make a desktop calendar <laughs> where every day has just a different
0: Nine Inch Nails
1: song just uh, yeah <laughs> just first one of those pages you have yeah that's what I'm that's <laughs> that's why the idea I'm going to try and pitch Trent when I meet him someday uh dude i just made you your first million you're welcome <laughs> no that but i think i mean that's that's my connection to music and i think uh i think i mean i, I know you share the same kind of it's a very uh, music and i are very I don't want to say it's dependent on me, so we're not codependent so I'm very dependent on music i would say um for yeah. my my day to day interactions and um you know i I have a tendency to be fairly level headed in any in any situation any stressful situation or people kind of have always looked to me to be the 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 steady one sometimes and um I think what enables me to do that is is the music that I listen to. I mean, I always have an outlet in in something, in, a, in an album or a song or, you know, somebody somebody out there is always singing about something or, or making instrumental music about something that that really clicks with what I need um, as far as uh, an emotional connection to something else to, to, to kind of level me out a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I think... Yeah. I think that's somewhat unique i know that everybody has their their unique connection to music but i think that that what makes you and i a little more into it is just that we rely on it so heavily i mean music taught me how to be you know when i was exactly. when i was in my preteens and and middle teens and even now i mean music taught me how to exist oh yeah it's yeah so much so i guess like i'll I'll talk a
0: little bit of myself about myself for now. Um, so I'm Clark. Um, I'm also from Billings, Montana. Same hometown as Riley. Uh, we hung out a bit when we were yeah. Back with, in high when and did stuff. we meet,
1: Clark? I don't even remember when we met. Uh, was it middle school sophomore year of high school or no? It was a high school? Yeah, it must have been high school. I don't think it was middle school. I think it was like back
0: at Steve's bonfires back in his yard, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it before that? But like when he burned his hair
1: because he was jumping over the fire yeah yeah that was then. i do remember that yeah that was then. Yeah, so
0: i think it was those days back when like we we thought we were so cool because we were like 17 and we were drinking <laughs> like cream soda oh. but every now and then someone would like bring a beer and we'd be like oh he's <laughs> drinking beer oh what? we're 17 oh, oh, oh no <laughs> yeah so we we go way back uh so i'm also from billings montana um and then i also went to missoula for college which is where i met uh well where i really got to know riley um we were both looking for roommates and I, I happened to walk into the grocery store that Riley was working at. Riley's a big food guy. Um, but I walked yeah. into the grocery store he was working at and I ran into him and I'm like, Hey buddy, you know, like all that old ketchup from high school talk. And then, um, excuse me, drinking cider. Sorry. Got me the burps. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh yeah. We're drinking in this podcast, yes. by the way. What do you, what are you drinking? Riley?
1: Uh, I'm drinking the rambling route cider from Yakima, Washington, from the, the land of my people. Um, the <laughs> land of your
0: people i'm jealous I'm, I'm sipping on an angry orchard hard cider that's so i have about five times trendy, as much sugar.
1: it's because you're trendy that's because that's what i have in my bodega I, I can't <laughs> help
0: it <laughs> if i had a choice i'd be sick and sipping some yakima uh-huh. um but yeah so I, I was born in billings went to missoula for college where i met uh well i reunited with riley um we kind of and when did live together. when did
1: we kind of like pick back up 2012. Yeah, I think that sounds about 2012 right. 2013 after we were out of college. In fact, yeah,
0: we were graduated. Yeah, so so we had this wonderful <clears throat> time where we lived together in an apartment just like a second story apartment beautiful layout right next to like the heart of downtown Missoula which was, has like
1: it was amazing. It, we
0: were so close to the river so close to the mountains. It was a beautiful thing and like we were both out of school so it's just we spent so much time just listening to music cooking food like we would both work in our respective places and like i would bring home coffee who would bring home food and we would just like um just cook and listen to music and just talk about it as we listened to it and just kind of experience those highs and lows of the albums together and then even when we brought like our friends in like you had girlfriends and i had friends that were okay girlfriends (laughs) um (laughs) whatever they were uh (laughs) i would have them over and like we would still just listen to crazy music and our our, our friends would just kind of have to put up with it yeah. because oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah our always, house, it's always our music. felt
1: like we were kind of subjecting them to something which which oh, yeah. i took great joy in uh i'm not sure if that's normal but i kind of <laughs> i kind of reveled in that
0: so like you were saying like we're both people who experience our feelings a little bit through music and, and kind of how how i came into that was um I've always listened to music and like even when I was younger I would always have like the tape deck and then I moved on I get like a mini disc player and a CD mm-hmm. player oh, yeah. and all that. And so I I went through those phases and then like the old iPod classic like I, I went through the phases of, you know, the millennial music players. Yes. And I listened to music a lot, but when I really started to find refuge in music and gain that close 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 emotional connection was uh, right after I graduated high school. Um I got out of a relationship and I was young and I was naive. And I got my heart broken really, really bad, and it was my fault. So instead of dealing with it like an adult, where it's like, you know, you you look at what you did, you look what they dated, you know, you kind of are like, okay, here's what I need to not do. Here's how I can reconcile this. You know, I should apologize, whatever. Instead, I just like sucked all my feelings in. I sucked everything in, and I just tried to dampen it and push it down and push it down. All the feelings of heartbreak, all the feelings Mm -hmm. of of sadness, of anger at myself. I just tried to just like push it as far away from myself as I could. Um, and unfortunately I did a really good job of that because it came to a point where I just like became super apathetic, where I just couldn't even like identify emotions. Like I didn't have highs or lows. I was just like id. like I was just this state of being that was nothing. Yeah. So I overcorrected. Yeah. Um, Well,
1: and there's nothing like, there's nothing like emotive music to bring that out. You know? Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. I, I found
0: myself the only way I could fall asleep was listening to, like, heavy metal music, like Pantera's later stuff.
1: That is insane that you can fall asleep to Pantera. The people have told me that before, and I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. But I, I also, I also don't. I mean, I don't doubt it at all.
0: Well, and I think the way the way that I kind of am able to like reconcile what happened is, you know, the concept of like noise canceling headphones uh, where it doesn't necessarily dampen the noise. What it does is it detects the incoming audio signals and it creates um, an exact like essentially like a mirror image of that uh, audio sequence that is coming through and it projects it kind of back out towards it. And what it does is it cancels it out. So instead of just okay. dampening sounds, what it does is it creates the exact inverse of the incoming sound. Mm-hmm. And um, through like, you know, it's kind of like um, when you multiply a negative, it creates a positive. It was kind of like that, but different. Um, <laughs> great explanation of noise canceling. But it was essentially, I, I I think I found music that um, my thoughts were messy and confused and loud. And I think that I found the right kind of music that was the right kind of messy and confused and loud, that it kind of canceled out my thoughts so I could just have silence. Yeah,
1: um, Yeah. but speaking on um, how we got connected to music, uh, I mean, I came into it, um, I would say sophomore year of high school. That's when I really kind of started to to explore different genres yeah. and, and kind of get into stuff. That also happens to be the year that I bought, well... Yeah, the summer before then was the year that I bought my first Nine Inch Nails album. Um, yeah,
0: I knew Nine Inch Nails was coming Yeah, out. and that's,
1: I mean, <laughs> I'd be lying if I said that it wasn't that album, specifically the Downward Spiral, that brought me into into music fully and completely. Um, it just kind of showed me how different music can be and how, how soul-rending it really can be. I mean, for lack of a better term... Uh, it I mean it it really kind of makes you think about things and feel things that you don't normally do in everyday life. I mean you're not exposed to that kind of that kind of thought process every day and I think there's a lot of value in being exposed to various uh, various sorts of ways ways of thinking about the world um, and 100 percent I think Trent really kind of introduced me to that, Trent Reznor, that is, uh, in the downward spiral. I mean, that was kind of my first, first real exposure into really delving into an album and kind of digging into it. Um, and that's one, I mean, that's one that we're definitely going to look at in the, in the course of this podcast. Um, I think that, uh, the downward spiral is, it's quintessential Nine Inch Nails. I mean, if you've ever heard the name, you've probably heard of their album, Downward Spiral. Uh, if not, you've definitely heard of one or two of the songs on that album. Um, Hurt, which you all think is by Johnny Cash, is in fact <laughs> by Trent Reznor, written in 1994. Reznor, yeah. Johnny Cash did it in 2001. Um, very well. It, yeah, very well, very well. In fact, it, if, it arguably better than Trent Reznor did. I am partial mm-hmm. to the Nine Inch Nails version just because I'm a fanboy, but I think I think by and large it's accepted that Johnny Cash did a better version of it, um, or at least a more popular version of it. Um, but regardless that's that's one of the ones I think that is huge in my life um, I know it's huge in other people's lives I met a guy at a Nine Inch Nails concert with a Downward Spiral tattoo uh, right nice. on his Very arm nice. I mean he was all excited about explaining it to me um, I, I think that album in particular is is one of their most important contributions to music regardless of if you like them or not you have to accept the fact that they are a a kind of gravitational force in the world of music um he is trent Reznor is i mean he's the he's the creative mind behind the whole project um he kind of goes through bandmates every now and then he he's got a rotating roster of people that back him up but yeah i think i think that was my first introduction. I think that's important to talk about. Um, and that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of the goal of us talking about this stuff out loud is that we're, we're taking a look at things that, that really affected us or that we really had a connection with, um, whether it was me or Clark that had that particular connection. Um, I'm sure in some episodes, I will be forcing Clark into liking something that I liked that he doesn't necessarily oh, yeah. have connection be a connection to. Of that. Yeah. And I'm sure Clark will come up with a few things that I have not particularly been excited about, but. Oh buddy, just you wait. I have, <laughs> I have a couple albums. <laughs> no
0: lie. Like there's a couple albums where I'm like, Riley is going to hate.
1: these. So <laughs> That's much. what I'm looking forward to though. It's, it's, it's different. See, it's yeah. important to expose yourself to things that you're not comfortable with.
0: And here's the thing too, you're gonna hate it until about like the sixth or eighth time you listen to it. Yeah. The full album. And then it's just gonna click and you're gonna be like, holy shit, and- and like you were hundred percent correct. <laughs>
1: that's um, what I'm waiting for. That's what I that's what I love. And Clark, I'm a mas- I'm a masochist. This. I I love <laughs> pain, okay? Um That's why you're a cat owner, for sure. <laughs> exactly. A, a dual dual cat owner at that. Um, dual cat owner. But yeah, I, I think uh, so- I think it's amazing. I think that's why we're going to. I we've come up with a, a short list of uh, artists and albums that we want to touch on, um, to just kind of give an yeah. idea of what we're looking at. I mean, if everything from Nine Inch Nails, like we've talked about, to Atmosphere in the hip hop realm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, specifically his album. You can't imagine how I much w- fun we're having. Um, I think that's yeah, good. that's gonna be a good one. And then
0: also, I don't know if it's it has hip-hop elements but the gorillas demon days I, am I one so, of the so best albums that. of all time one of the best I, i'm not afraid to say that
1: i i mean that is and, and
0: listeners if you if you have a beef with demon days just click away send, send
1: click clark away. a strongly worded email um so he can forward it <laughs> oh, to that me and i can me. laugh at you <laughs> yeah that reminds me real quick uh so we've wandered
0: off onto a tangent already but <laughs> so the name of the show is into the echo um kind of talking about the idea of like uh, music plays into our ears and we're responding to it and it's just kind of this back and forth um communication with uh the medium itself um so it's into the echo you can find us at secret dot slash echo that's where you can find all of our episodes online um we'll also have show notes and stuff like that we're going to cut in of course tracks from the albums we're going to cut in little bits of the music as much as we legally can um, under the fair use policy, we're going to try and cut in as much as we can so that you know what we're talking about when it comes to instrumentations, when it comes to uh, parts of the music that we find fascinating. Um, But you'll also be able to find some of the music videos that we talk about, the albums that we talk about. You can find all of that at secretweaponproductions.com slash echo. Um, And then every episode will tell you where to find the show notes for that specific uh, episode. Uh, So I guess this one is going to be... um, echo slash zero and um you can also find us on itunes uh overcast podcatcher whatever you use for podcasts you can just type into the echo
1: and we'll come up uh so and please 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 if you are interested in any of the albums that we are talking about support the artists that we talk about please you know even if they're popular artists and you're like oh they're they're making plenty of money i can download this for free or just stream it on spotify spotify ads are terrible everybody hates spotify ads um i mean spotify is a great service but please go out to your local record store you know spend 10 bucks on itunes i don't know buy the album experience it for yourself ad free um it's worth it every time it really kind of changes your experience um So anything that you hear us talking about that you're you're seriously interested in, I mean, everything, we're going to cover Deftones, their uh, Diamond Eyes album. That's a great, that's a great album. Yeah, Deftones Diamond Eyes. Um, Fantastic. As far as instrumental stuff, I don't know. Instrumental is a hard pill to swallow for some people, but... Uh, One of the more popular acts in there is explosions in the sky. Everyone has at least heard of them or has heard something by them, even if they don't know what it was. Uh, And we'll be talking about a lot of like um, the
0: Earth is not a cold dead place, but they also did some soundtrack work, right? They did.
1: They did for uh, Prince Avalanche and um, Survivor, I think they they did a soundtrack for that as well. Um, which both fantastic movies if you haven't seen those yeah good stuff um, very good stuff but just showing how varied how how talented some instrumental bands can be um, being able to do soundtracks and studio albums successfully might I add um, yeah I mean and and then there's like the the successful in the indie scene
0: but not necessarily on like the popular scene so we'll have like Godspeed You, Black Emperor where it's like it's huge for like the indie Seattleites but it, it they you know they're not winning
1: any but they are they're a monolith in the in the post-rock world i mean if you like post-rock music at all you've heard of godspeed um and they are they are the masters of what they do um they've kind of set the pace for that genre since you know since they came around in the mid-90s um no one was thinking about post-rock then so we need to we definitely need to tackle one of their most important albums and then we haven't decided which one yet yeah and it, it well you know, it, it either one, any one we could pick would be fantastic. But they've got, you know, it's it's just a it's going to be a slew of twenty five minute long songs. So it's going to be a strange a strange experience for anyone. It's a lot to wait through. It's different than We're what we are used get to. We're going to get very <laughs> drunk. <laughs> yeah, probably so. <laughs> um uh, but you know i gonna mean be like on drink number five by the end of the album just by, like, by the end of the first song <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um but i mean as far as and we're gonna get into some some stranger things you know sigaros um people have at least mm-hmm. heard of them but they don't necessarily go out of their way to pick them all the time to listen to they happen to be one of my favorites um they're a great live show. Uh, I don't know. I think they've got a lot of important things to say, even though it's in a different language and sometimes made-up language. I think they've yeah, they've got more to say fictional. just through their instrumentation. And that's the thing about
0: music. It doesn't always have to make sense. And even um, the first album that we're talking about is going to be uh, The Silver Sun Pickup's Better Nature. And I know for a fact there are a few lyrics in there that I'm like, he shows this lyric because it rhymed, you know, and, and that's okay. <laughs> that's fine.
1: <laughs> that's fine, man. That's That's the great that's thing fine. is like if if there happens to be, you know, if my dreams come true and Trent Mesner is sitting here listening to my episode about the Downward Spiral oh. and I misinterpret one of his songs, that is great. That's great. That shows that a song can have multiple meanings. It can have different meanings to different people. And that's, I mean, that's the power of music is it's, um, It's an individual experience, you know, you can really focus on what you want, you can extract out of it what you want to extract, Uh, but beyond that, you know, the artist is improving themselves um, by, you know, by writing songs and going through the process of making the music. So they get out of it what they want to, uh, including the performing art, you know, the performing art of music is a totally different animal. but yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it is that you can really get out of it what you want.
0: Yeah. And, and I really look forward to talking to you about this and, um, we're going to try and keep epi- every episode, um, at about like an hour long, it's going to be a little bit trickier tough. for the longer it's gonna albums. It's going to be tough. Clark Especially, and I like to talk. Yeah, <laughs> we do. And we have a lot of opinions about the its albums and stuff, but, uh. We we also want to hear your feedback, too. And you can find um, ways to interact with... Uh, so we're part of Secret Weapon Productions. If you get a hold of Secret Weapon Productions um, through our Facebook, email, anything, all the links are on the site, but um, we'll get it and we'll respond to you. We're on Twitter and stuff as well. So yes. um, we definitely want to hear what you took away from songs. And if you think an album was terrible, then, I mean, first of all, try listening to the you know maybe try listening to part of the episode maybe you'll maybe we'll offer some perspective that will change your mind maybe not who knows you could skip that one too um but definitely we want to hear your thoughts about every album we really do and um as we gain uh as we get better at this we're going to get more of like a social media presence all that so we'll we'll have it more of a conversation as well um, uh i
1: think that's i mean i think that's one of the main main drivers behind this whole project is getting people involved in just talking about music. I mean, not necessarily, you know, you've got the, you've got the super popular music these days, which is totally polarizing. We either people love it or hate it for no reason. Yeah. You're Kanye West's, you're Taylor Swift's.
0: Yeah. Which like there's some, uh, yeah. And you could argue whether or not these people are real artists and like at the end of the day, yeah, they're, most of the time they're real artists it's just whether or not you actually like their sound or you like their image like it doesn't exactly and you have to be you
1: have to be able to back it up i mean you have to if you're going to say you do not like this album or you love this album or this artist you have to have i mean you have to know what you're talking about i mean that's i think that's yeah at least the, the value of of venturing into music and really appreciating it is that you can um, you can figure out what values you can take out of it, and uh, and what you can leave behind, what you can not waste your time on. So, um, I I hope that exactly. I hope that this podcast really kind of points you in the direction of some interesting albums, um, some you'll love, some you'll hate, some you won't care about. But I think that the fact that we're bringing them up and kind of they become a point of discussion, I think that already validates their their value in society as far as um bringing up important issues or making people feel certain ways or anything you know whatever the yeah. goal of the album is i think uh, i think the fact that it has come to a point where people are talking about it i think that's enough to show that it's <laughs> it's an important you know what
0: this reminds me of uh you know what this reminds me of riley <laughs> no eminem <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah yep yep remember we said we weren't we weren't gonna do any M&M. No, albums, we weren't gonna do that any m M&M. Says I have no,
1: I have no right to talk about M&M as an <laughs> artist. No, where he
0: says everybody wants to discuss me, and that must mean I'm disgusting. Anyway, <sighs> uh, God. that's that no. is the only MM That is that know, is every
1: the every last M&M, M&M ever. ever. Okay, that's the first. You got and last it out M&M of the way M&M on the first episode.
0: Congratulations. Ugh, Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. So yeah, that's. Um, like i said our very first episode this this is our pilot it's episode zero we're cheating <laughs> our first episode will be out in a, one or two fridays i think two fridays we're on a bi-weekly schedule for now um like i said as soon as we get better at this we will probably start doing weekly but you know who knows for now it's just every other week um so join us in two weeks where we talk about uh, silver sun pickups uh better nature which came out when was that uh, 2015. That was 2015,
1: yeah, not too long ago, actually. Um, yeah, fairly yeah. recent release, uh, which we're going to kind of steer clear from because we want to have a, a lengthy experience with the albums that we're talking about. But this one in particular really struck a chord with me, to be honest, uh, when we first Yeah, and out. this
0: is one of those albums that, even though it's a newer album, it was so... Um... You know what? Tell you what, you're going to have to wait until the episode before you find out how we feel about it. How's that? (laughs) I
1: think that is a great way to
0: stop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, I'm Clark. This is Riley. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks.